When it comes to hunting boots, how many pairs does one man need? Well, how many seasons are there? Turkey season? Deer season? Duck season? Dove season? Honey, how many pairs of boots does one man need? At least one more pair. For just about everything for hunting, go to MidwayUSA.com. I'm Larry Potterfield with Midway USA. Thanks for your business. Hunting is not easy. It never has been. It takes dedication, motivation, a lot of patience, and quality gear. If you manage a food plot, put up stands, or need just one more game camera, we can help at MidwayUSA.com. We opened our doors in 1977 and continue to put customers first by offering super fast, same day shipping. For just about everything for the outdoors, go to MidwayUSA.com. Hey, I just got back from lunch. Did you finish that report yet? Uh, well, not exactly. I'm still working on it. I'm not finished just yet. Uh, I got a little sidetracked, but I will get them to you first thing this afternoon. <laughs> it is first thing this afternoon. Well, yeah, I, I understand that, but I mean, I, I am working on it. But what do you mean that the report isn't finished yet? I'm, I'm still in the process of working on it. I've just been a little distracted. T- distracted? Our meeting starts in an hour. You, no, no. What were you doing? Were you listening to another hunting podcast again? I swear, I give the staff in this office the freedom to do whatever they want to do as long as they meet a deadline. That is the first bullet underneath your job description. Pays attention to detail and deadline. And deadline. Are you even listening to me right now? Let's take a minute to talk about our sponsor, Williams Archery Pro Shop and Indoor Range. Whether you've been procrastinating or need an emergency fix, go see Ron and Linda Williams. They're a family-owned bow dealership who specializes in bow tuning and hands-on shooting lessons. They carry Hoyt, PSE, Bear, Parker, and now Elite Bows, plus all of your hunting accessory needs. Please mention you heard about Williams on the Whitetail Distraction Podcast when you give them a call at 724 724- Six six seven nine six six zero. Good luck to all of you hunting this season. Welcome to episode fourteen of the Whitetail Distraction Podcast. My name's Austin, and joining me today in the Rack Shack and always Charles Headland. How you doing today, buddy? I'm doing fantastic. It's like forty degrees, and it's hunting season. It, it is don't not get any better than this. It's like thirty six degrees outside right now. It's cold. It's cold. We got heater going on in here, and it isn't doing shit. My legs are warm. Yeah, my hands are cold because I got a nice cold boosh in my hand. A little sody pop. Let's go. Let's go. It is officially hunting season, everybody. It's been yes. in. If you don't know that, you're living under a rock. Yeah, or you're just dumb and you don't hunt. Or you're an anti. Yeah. Which are my favorite Nobody kind of people. people. You're not vegans. listening if you're an anti. <laughs> you don't know that. You know what? We got a couple, uh, we got a little bit of hate on a couple of our posts, like the Eberhart post and the Mulligan. No, no, not Mulligan, the Eberhart post. We, we boosted it, and there's a couple people from the UK that gave us some frowny faces. I don't know why you boosted it in the UK. I just thought it would be cool to boost it in the UK. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to other podcasts and people from the UK listen. We, we have got a listener people. from the UK. We See? have one listener from the UK. Well, that's probably because I boosted it in the UK. It was before that. Yeah, prove it in court of law. I can. Well, then I'd like to see your evidence and then I'll <laughs> supply mine. <laughs> yeah. 
Either way, we, Either have, way, a, we got, have a fun guest on tonight. Yeah, we do. Let's that's, get into that. So I got some bush heavies in my hand, because mm-hmm. the first guest, now take take note here, if you're going to want to come into the Rack Shack and record an episode, it's probably a good idea to come with a 30 rack of bush. I was just going to say, man, come toting a 30 rack, <laughs> you're in. I mean, immediately, we're best friends. No admission necessary. So this is the special episode from way back when, when we... Gave away a free hat, and my buddy MJ won the free hat giveaway. He and is we, not here tonight. <laughs> we talked to him, and we said, hey, man, you, I can either ship you the hat or whenever I see you, or you can come in, record a podcast with us, and you'll get your hat then. And he was like, let's do it. So we've been trying to get him on, a couple scheduling conflicts, last week especially. You know, hunting's getting in the way, man. That's the problem. We, we've we been out in the woods too much. That is a huge apology on our part. We didn't get a podcast out, late, out last week, and, you know, it happens. It's hunting season. Yeah, I was off work. Chuck was off work, and I we wanted went to be in the woods. Yeah, we went hunting together. It was a great night. What a good night. I saw a bunch of deer. You saw a nice one? Joe mm-hmm. saw a nice one. He missed a doe. And I saw at least one deer, and I think I heard another one late at night jump into the creek. So, that happened. Yeah. I was I was pumped up. It gives me some big-time hope for that farm property. I'm feeling you on that, man. I'm excited to get back in there, but we'll see what happens. So, yeah, so MJ is here tonight. Austin's a liar. I am a liar. Um, he's here tonight. Uh, my buddy MJ. I actually met MJ, funny story, through... A good friend of mine, Justin King, and he shout was out playing, to Justin King. Yeah, my buddy Kinger. He was playing softball with MJ. Now MJ lives in Butler, and he was playing. He was driving to Virginia to play in tournaments with King, and he was like, "Hey, I got a buddy that plays with us over here. He's from Butler. He might be interested in playing with you guys." I'm like, "Cool, sign him up." Uh, so he came in. I think the first time I ever met MJ, we we hit batting practice together up at the old Rockies in Union Township, and he hit a couple balls into the, the football field up there at Union, and we're like, yeah, you can play with us, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so ever since then, man, MJ's been good buddies with us on the softball field. He played with our team last year for the league and last couple years now, right? So mm-hmm. MJ, why don't you uh, go ahead and give him maybe a, a little more formal introduction outside of – the softball world of what you do and uh where you're from from what do you do for a living yeah all right well uh, as the gentleman here introduced me my name's mj uh formerly known as john michael that's another interesting story sure is (laughs) i am actually a transplant so i'm from scranton i spent about five years down in dc met my beautiful wife down there we moved back here to the Evan City Butler area, currently living in Butler. Uh, I'm actually a project manager in construction. Um, that means my schedule varies quite a bit. I occasionally get the chance to get out in the afternoons, but toward the end of projects, I am locked down. I am not getting out of there. Ew. But uh, luckily I have the, the freedom to come and go as I need. So it's... Uh, it's fun, you know. Uh, fortunate enough to have my brother-in-law kind of drag me along and say, "Come here, buddy. You can hunt my property." <laughs> so I, I am fortunate enough to hunt private land uh, up in Evans City. 
you know, at the the panhandle, the corner of West Virginia and New York in that's that area. Exactly, you just became right? my best friend. That's exactly <laughs> where that spot is. And I'll tell you what, if anybody's interested, they can come up and hunt with us anytime. As soon as they can find that border there and that panhandle. That's where we'll, we'll be. We'll be there. That is so, the money I'll maker. wave at you. <laughs> Over here. <laughs> I think they call that the, the leeward saddle crossover <laughs> with the, the the pond ag field. <laughs> I like it. We got him into some Dan Infault, and he's been he's been oh, yeah, eating I'm, I'm a complete sucker now. Oh, so dude, I just it is so it bad. Yep. I tell you what, man. It when you get into podcasts like I did, and it just absolutely absorbed my life. <laughs> and then you go from that to you know like the YouTube videos you were telling me about. It did. It sucks. It's right just. Now. It sucks, you and like I, I literally go on probably three times a day and check if they post a new video. Oh yeah, because my notifications aren't working. <laughs> check the yeah, so I'm all pumped up whenever they finally post something. I'm like, yes, finally. I dig it. I dig it. But uh, so I like to also ask everybody whenever they first come on, you know, how you got into hunting. If it's a family thing that maybe started way back when, or if you want to go ahead and get into some detail on how you got into hunting in the first place. All right, so this is a, an interesting story. It, it's classic, uh, but it takes a little twist. Ooh, um, I like twist. Yeah. So my dad started me off hunting early, you know, took me through the old hunter safety course, uh, took me out my first time, and uh, early on I was able to take my first doe. Um, and then from there, it just it came into a lull, and all of a sudden, sports came into it. High mm-hmm. school, college, didn't have a chance because I played two sports through college. You know, graduated, went down to D.C., not a ton down in D.C. until all of a sudden, right when I was leaving that last year, I started finding out people who had farms and all of a sudden mm-hmm. unlimited bag. And oh, I'm like, no. what the? Okay. <laughs> but... So fast forward, I've had one doe harvest my whole life up until five years ago when my brother-in-law was like, all right, congratulations, you have a bow. You're not going out with me until you can prove you can hit that target at 30 yards with a nice grouping. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, whatever. Draw back. There goes that arrow. He goes, yeah, you're not going out this year. (laughs) Oh, crap. Okay. So I spent... The first year back here, I think it's six years ago now. No, five and a half years ago now. Uh, he brought me along, started teaching me how to shoot a bow properly, how to group it, all that good stuff, where to aim. So that first year was a training year. The second year we went out, was able to harvest my first buck ever wow. in archery too. So that was uh, pretty cool. Uh, and then from there, you know, uh, I've been pretty fortunate. You know, he puts in a lot of legwork and allows me to uh, kind of tag along. So, yeah, that's about my story hunting. I, hmm. I love, I have yet to uh, harvest a deer and rifles since <laughs> about 13, 14 years old. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, there's I, nothing I, wrong with that. Bow no. hunting takes so, a hold of you. It, it does. It, once he got me hooked in a bow, I'm like, it's a whole new level of puck fever. Mm. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you, you get the shakes. Oh, dude, I get the you, crazy legs, something fierce. Oof. <laughs> so I got all shook up over a doe last night. Look at you. I got shook up bad, man. She played me. She you got called away. me. 
all pissed off. <laughs> like, I, really pissed off. I've never been that upset over not shooting a doe before in my life, but, man, she deserved... She... Uh, she won, okay? <laughs> she, she, she... I thought I had her. I said, check. And I moved my piece, and then she was a <laughs> checkmate. And she backdoored me. But... I, it infuriates me to even think about it. And I hunted that stand again this morning, which was basically more or less just a, a shot in the dark because I knew it was not going to work out well. But I had nothing else going for me, and I was so mad last night that I didn't want to take my stand down. So I left it there. <laughs> hey, so I'm like, I, I won. I don't have – it's – okay, so all right, we're going to jump into this real quick, MJ. Put you on pause. We're going to jump into this story because it infuriates me. Oh, please do. So I'm hunting last night, and I get out to this property that we that we hunt on, and, and like I was telling you earlier at the bar, uh, pre-gaming for this, it's about 300 acres of land that we can hunt. It's okay. a big piece. It's a big piece, and my plan was I'm going to go up to this Oak Ridge that I've been planning on hunting all year long, because the night before that, I was hunting over some oaks down in 2D in uh, Butler County, and... I mean, deer were just flocking into them. So I said, this is going to be a good idea. I'm going to go up to them. I've been meaning to hunt it all year long. I get out of the car. I walk 20 yards past this guy's shed, and I see an apple tree full of apples. I mean, 60 to 80 apples in the air with about a dozen on the ground. Tracks everywhere. Decent tracks, too. I could tell they were all doe. I, you know, just trying to measure them up with my fingers. They were about three fingers wide. Decent tracks, you know. I'm like, oh. Well, yeah, it might work out. <laughs> so I, I called Austin. I was like, I got to confirm this with my buddy. I called him. I said, hey, here's my plan. Here's what I was going to do. I'm going to go up to the top of this ridge. I'm going to hunt this oak ridge. What do you think? But here's the catch. I, w I jumped out of the car right behind the guy's house. There's a fresh apple tree with a ton of apples, and there's apples on the ground with a bunch of tracks. What do you think? And, of course, you were like right away. Dude, hunt the apples, man. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, Especially I know. Especially if the sign's there. <laughs> like, I'm all about hunting white oaks this time of year, but if you find an apple tree that's dropping, it's money. That's what I thought, too, because I've been pumped about getting under some apple trees lately, and I've been trying to find one. And here's one miraculously right in this guy's backyard, right on the lane. I know, where there's a good one. And there's always good scrapes and stuff right on that lane. So I'm thinking, you know, uh, I know a doe is probably going to come in, but there's an off chance that a buck could be in the area. It's right between three different bedding areas. Um, so I climb up in the tree. I find a good tree. You're like, find the best tree with the wind. Well, of course, last night the wind was literally every single direction. Atrocious. I stood at the base of the tree I wanted to climb for, I kid you not, 10 minutes, dropping the milkweed. And it would go in every single direction. <laughs> now, what I was thinking, though, a couple times it would rise right up in the air. And then go dead west. And west would have been good for that stand location. Because the, the apple tree was to the east. Kind of northeast from the stand. About 15 yards. So I said, okay. So I'm thinking when I get up in the air, the wind stream's going to be pushing east. I'll be good. So I got my stand up. It was so cool. I mean, I went up. It was a double maple. I went up one and then crossed over to the other one and went up the rest of the way. Interesting. Sweet setup. I mean, I was set in perfectly. I was invisible. So I got up in there, 5.30, here comes a doe right down the lane. She's coming right at me, little little doe. And I'm waiting, I'm watching her, and she's kind of acting a little funny. She's hugging the one side, and she's licking leaves, and she's she's browsing. 
Next thing I know, I go to pull up my binoculars, and the sun just happened to come out for the first time, and she disappeared. I went, where the hell did this doe go? And, I, and it's real thick there. So she probably just worked up the hill and fed on whatever else. Yep. So I'm like, no big deal. Six o'clock, I'm sitting there. Look to my left, and here comes Mama Doe, all by herself. Literally came around the guy's uh, barn or his uh, garage. It, she walked around it. Okay, and I'm like, here we go. She comes in. She's 20 yards. I'm sitting there. I stand up. Luckily, with that double maple, I have the one maple to my left that's blocking me. So she comes around the maple. She's paused right there. Perfect. I stood up, grabbed my bow, got ready. Well, here she comes in, and she's at like 15 yards now, and she's coming quartering right at me. So I hesitated. I did not draw back when she was coming at me because I did, one, I didn't want her to see me and stop and have to take that sharp quartering at shot. There's no boy now, man. So I, I waited, and she got to be about broadside, and I slowly drew back. And at this point, she's six to eight yards. I mean, she is close. I draw back thinking she'll stop, and it'll be pretty open. No, I draw back. She never sees me. She's just got apples on her mind. She walks right underneath the canopy right in front of me, and I'm, I'm set up perfect to where I got nice cover at the bottom. I have this huge open lane right where the apple tree is. And then I have canopy above me, and I'm, I got the backdrop with a nice, heavy maple. So she stops right, and she starts feeding right underneath that canopy. And I'm at full draw. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> so she walks out 12 yards, turns broadside, and she's chomping on an apple. And I'm at full draw, and I pull up the pin, and all I can see in my sight is literally one branch. And the branch... Now, here's how I play it. Usually, if the branch is really close to her, like right up against her chest, I'll take that shot. This was like right at, like right out from me, like 10 feet. So, at that point, I'm going to hit that and it's going to ricochet or deflect. And I'm not going to make that shot. There's, there's no way. And I can't get around it. I'm trying. I'm going on my tippy toes. I'm leaning right. I'm leaning left. I'm taking my time. Eventually, the wind shifted. She caught it. And I could tell with her body, you know, she caught it. She kind of like hair rose on her back. She took two bounds back to way she, the way she came. She stopped. She's at like 10 yards. I'm on her. I mean, I'm on her. My pin's right there. And all I can see barely focus comes into focus is this one little tiny twig. <laughs> so I literally just slowly leaned to go around it. And she was she had enough. She never looked at me. She had no clue, but she got enough of my wind that she just bolted, took off. And I was like, are you kidding me? It happens, man. Dude, she was the best so was. close. And I think that's why I got so fired up. She was so close. And I had her. I mean, I had her made. I set up a stand. You know, I went in. I run and gun, hang and bang, whatever you want to call it. I'm in there, like, in a sit, and this was a situation that without the new setup that you talked me into. You happy about it? Dude, I love it. I would have never saying. been able to hunt that area. I'll never hunt another stand ever. I couldn't have climbed any of those trees. I could have never got in the tree I was in because, like I said, I had to go up one and then go into another, the other side, and then keep going up. So without my mobile setup, I would have never even had a shot to, to hunt that apple tree. And now I have a spot moving forward next year the year after you know where i know when those apples get good i have a great setup it's a beautiful thing man yeah. beautiful thing i so dig I was, it i was pissed off i ain't gonna lie to you i was <laughs> pissed off like i was i, I 
I was ready to like throw my bow out of the tree at it. You should have threw it at her, man. I could have hit her. I could have jumped on her. I could have just jumped on her with an elbow. You should have. People's elbow, bro. I want a new bow, but I do not need a new bow. I know. I want a new bow, too. I got a 10 year old bow. I love it. I want a new bow. My bow's still killing people. Er, (laughs) (laughs) Hold on now. Was there a confession (laughs) just happened? My bow is still killing deer. My bad. I didn't mean people. Mic check. Don't look at me funny like that. I don't like that look. I don't know if I trust I don't you. kill people. I backed up a little bit. <laughs> I'm editing. I mean, Charles, I think we need one of those uh, wicked tree spears. Ooh, for when she comes in close oh, enough shit. and the branches are in the way. Dude, I could have speared the hell out of her. I could have speared the hell out of her. Easily. You talking about throwing a spear or are you trying to spear out of the tree stand? Like I could have outlawed oh. her with a spear like whoop. I'm just saying, maybe you want to like spear and take her down and hog tire. I could have done that too. That's mm. the bad part. So I was, I was, I was pretty upset, and only because you don't get many opportunities with a deer that close where you you've played all your cards right. Yeah, you kicked my foot. Keep you still at me. wearing them boots, man. Listen, dude, I okay, I didn't change at all. Chuck were, is here in full camo. I'm surprised he doesn't have face paint on. He's wearing all his goodens right now. You know, I don't have face paint on. Because John Eberhart, you wearing a drop down face mask? I I went and broke. I broke. He broke me. I went out and bought a brand new scent lock mm-hmm. drop down face mask. Look at you. The uh, now what did he say about the lacrosse boots that you just bought? <laughs> the ones that he's wearing in the, the rack ones that are right on now? my feet right now that smell like heavy rubber scent. Probably why I've been scented about four times this year. It might be, be man. That ground scent's rough, man. And it wasn't even. I, I don't know. Yeah, that that's that's the only issue. But I love them. I can't take them off. They're super comfortable. They're warm. My other pairs are junk. Here's the thing. Beautiful. Uh, they will become less stinky as you wear them. That's what I was thinking. But I'm changing directions. This is a hard transition, right, meow? MJ. Uh oh. Age old question. Is the October low real? I refuse to believe that. Deer's got to move. Now, they may become less apparent midday, but my setup right now, where where my brother-in-law fortunately put me. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I see deer almost every morning sit. Whether they're coming behind me, in front of me, wherever it may be, I see deer. Well, okay, it may not be that mature buck <clears throat> that we're finding coming out of bedding, going to food, whatever it may be. Deer moving. Well, see, they're moving. Them. It's a matter of getting close enough to the bedding that they come out in daylight. I think that's where that whole running gun. Mm-hmm. I've been finding that lately, and I got burned hard last week. Mm, you did indeed, sir. I did. I got burned hard. But I I mean, Russ, I was hunting with my brother Russ and my dad tonight. They both shot doe, so congrats to them. Um, they congrats got it done to tonight. Them. That's why I was late to get to the, the podcast. But Russ sh- sent me a video at 5.30 p.m. 5.30. No. 5 o'clock. Eh. 5.15. 3 buck. One super decent buck. One decent, one super decent, one decent, and then a little skanker. All up together, which is super weird. Why are they hanging out right now? Yeah, they're still bachelored up. Beyond me. But three of them in the same area at 515, up on their feet, feeding, making rubs, kind of tangling the antlers a little bit. 
the testosterone isn't flying yet, man. I agree, man. That lulls. We might crap. have a uh, we might have a trickle rut this year. We'll see what happens. The weather's been phenomenal. It has been, and it looks even better. Years past, man, I can remember being in the woods this time of year and it being Just still garbage, like eighty yeah. degrees almost, man. Yeah. It's thirty six degrees out right now. Yeah, this I'm global not complaining. Warming. I'm just saying. Yeah, this global warming's great. I yeah. love it. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> you know, then again, though, you've had years past where you've had first snowfall prior to Halloween. That is 100% true. My parents and are experiencing that up in down. Nepa. Oh, in the old Nepa. NEPA. But yeah, <laughs> NEPA. That, that, they've had a dusting overnight. No uh, kidding. I think it was last night. Uh, really? So We had frost advisories two nights in a row now. Yeah, so it I mean, could it's happen. Big fluctuation weather year to year. It all depends. I think it was uh, maybe three years now since then, but I remember when we got a, a pretty decent snowstorm in October. I remember sitting in it, and getting pelted with snow in the face. Yeah, a good buddy <laughs> of mine was up the up Marionville. His him and his brother and them were hunting, and his brother shot an absolute monster, twenty two inch spread. I mean, this thing monster absolute beast and you could tell I mean, he had snow on him and everything it was just that one cold front late october got him up on his feet man dude i i i'm kind of bummed because i might start working next week and only be able to hunt like weekends <sighs> but the only reason i'm gonna do it is because i want the extra money so i can go ahead and uh do that out of state trip which is looking like it's going to be uh, uh ohio trip instead of kentucky Ooh, yeah we might go back to ohio public jelly only because kentucky to kentucky we didn't do i did a lot of research on kentucky the problem is what we want is very specific we don't want to my dad does not want to haul the camper to kentucky because of the hills it's mm. very hard to haul the camper through those hills hmm. so we'd have to find a hotel no 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 I just drove through, like, the whole state of Kentucky, I'm telling you. Where you guys could go, that's easy to drive to, solid ground. The problem not is... A little bendy. The other problem hilly. is we're trying to find archery only because their gun season mm. comes in so early. Yeah, I didn't think about so that. So we're trying to avoid those places where it's gun season because you go down there and there's a bunch of people with rifles in their hand. It's not very easy to kill no, a deer with no, your belt. No, for sure. So what we were trying to do is there's there's a few really nice archery only places. The problem is it's really hard to find somewhere where there's you know we don't have a problem staying in a hotel, but like my dad said, we want a fire pit. Like we gotta have a fire. You gotta hang out by a fire when you're hunting. You know what I mean? Great hunting camp, man. It's not hunting camp. The same if you go back to a hotel room and. Yeah, would that be great to be in a hotel room where you get to sleep in an actual bed and have a hot shower and not have to freeze your balls off to go into a 30-degree shower room? It is solid. At 4 in the morning, <laughs> 3 in the morning, whatever it is. Shower room? Yeah, in most places we go, whenever we go out of state, we stay in a campground. Oh, you're not going down the creek and just... <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. Ah, <laughs> but you might you. as well. You might as well in some of these shower rooms in Illinois, trust me. Dude, Dude. I took some chilly ones in Iceland earlier this year, and it was... Ooh, oh, you man. get in that shower room, it's freezing in there, man. Last thing you want to do at, at 3.30 in the morning whenever you got to go and sit up in a tree is go take a half-ass cold shower in, in a freezing cold shower room. It's It gets tough. I feel you. I but, want to do another hard transition. 
you're all about it today. Let's it's go. It's happening. Squirrel. Is it because I'm Squirrel. getting so off topic and just rambling? No, and... no I love it. I love the rambling. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm just fired up right now, dude. I'm excited. I don't blame you. I got a little JMO in me. It, I'm, you know, I'm just excited. I don't wait until the end of the episode to do it. All right, what's up? We have a giveaway. Oh, you want to have giveaway? a wild giveaway. And we have a guest in the studio that can be an unbiased kind drawer of. out of the hatter. He can be the professional unbiased. puller out of the hatter and, and, and name announcer. So, of course, MJ got greedy. He initially wanted the green and tan hat, but then we showed him these beautiful new camo hats. And oh, he just they are he nice. got all fired up, and we gave him the option to you know maybe pick a different one. He was I like, did. I want the camo. I did. And I went... I don't blame you. I like this green hat, though, man. I still rock mine. I just, I dig this camo hat I'm rocking right now. They're all right. They're DOGs. I'm not going to lie, though. I've been searching for a couple years now for a quality camo hat for hunting. Next year. I was going to do it this year, but we got camo hats this year. But next year, I'm going with those fitted Richardsons. They are solid, man. I like them. It's going to be a limited run. It's going to be the killing hat. For the, people that want them. We'll do a red logo. Ooh, yes, we will. I like the green. I like the green, the too. The orange pops. They're nice. You'll see. Wait, wait till you see it. it. You're going to love it. Wait till you see it. Ooh, All yeah. right. So we only had, and this blows my mind, we had eight people enter. Okay. I want to throw some numbers out real quick. I want to get the <laughs> scientific data. So for all you people out there that listen, some people that listen, apparently, we had... Two posts for this. Three mm-hmm. posts, if you count Instagram. We had a decent amount, a reasonable amount of downloads on this episode. But those posts reached almost 4,000 people. And eight people entered. I am disappointed <laughs> in you people. I thought this was going to be a serious, serious giveaway. So, for the people that entered into this contest, you have... Very good odds of winning. You have a one in eight and one in seventh chance of winning a a wicked wicked saw. A wicked folding saw or a wicked beast. A wicked beast. That's some wicked good odds. Those are some wicked good odds, dude. What do you want to do first? You want to do the wicked saw first? We're going to go wicked folding and then we're going to go wicked beast. Okay, then we're going to do the wicked beast for the second one. So you have better odds to win the better saw. All right, well. Maybe we should do the beast first. Okay, we'll we'll go we'll go big, go big or go home. Risk it for the biscuit. Or do we draw two names and the first name gets to choose? No, because you know what they're gonna choose. You never know that. Maybe they want the folding saw instead of the uh, the beast. Okay. What do you think? What do you think, NJ? Oh, third party. That's parties. not even fair. You gotta throw it on the new guy here to select. Um, <laughs> Just an opinion. I new guy opinion. brought the beer. New guy gets to pick. You gotta get some drinking beer too. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, you know what? Let's give the uh, the first selection a, a pick. Okay, I like it. I like I it. I like it too. Then we're not we're not being biased to the first person. Like the first person that gets picked should be the you know they have the l- the lowest amount of odds to be picked. We so do. They should have the choice. And before we draw, I do oh, want to oh, give a huge oh, shout oh, out oh, to John Mulligan of Wicked Tree Gear for oh, making yeah. this drawing possible. I do apologize for there not being as many entries as there could have been people out there in podcast land. He doesn't have to know that. He, he's, he knows it. He knows it. He's, <laughs> he's following the post. Yeah, Johnny's, Johnny Utah's the man. He is the I'll man. To be honest, he's yeah. been following and liking all of our stuff. And 
you know, for for a busy guy like him, I'm I'm pretty flattered. That I'm flattered. I feel like he's my friend now. He's my buddy. I'm gonna go live with him. <laughs> <laughs> That's the work I'm doing next week. You do you, boo boo. <laughs> I think I think uh, you creeped him out when you uh, said, "Oh, hey, hey, I'm no. gonna live with you." No, I didn't. Uh, I, I wanna, think we're I in. Work. He he offered him a hot dog with ketchup and mustard. <gasps> yeah. He right. did. Well, he in. did. I'm okay. in, man. Okay. He's no, a good I'm just dude. Saying. He's just I'm a good dude. All right. Without All right. further ado. Without further ado. MJ, you picking? The, the names are being shaken up in the hat. I've been this is the most a lot. fair way we can do this. Oh, first name. Here we go. Da, da, da. Do we drum roll? I can't drum roll. That's good enough. Yeah, it works. Andy Giardina. What's goody with you? You're going to have to get into hunting now, buddy. Oh, boy. Because you just won your choice at a wicked saw. A wicked folding saw or a wicked beast? And we're going to go for name number two. He's even looking away when he's pulling him out of the hat. I like it. Well, you didn't pick yourself. I'll tell you that much. Good deal. Good deal. I'd feel bad. And the winner. Oh, goodness. Of Good googly moogly. I can't even saw. stand it. <laughs> Mr. Michael McCoy. Oh, snap. Mike was the first entry on our giveaway. Um, Congratulations to both of those wonderful people who entered into the contest. Boys and girls. Make sure you shoot us a uh, text or an email. Maybe an for email, because no one likes to email us for some yeah. reason. Send us an email and let us know where you're. Uh, billing addresses so we can send it over to john mulligan he will send one out yep we'll get that guy we'll get that all set up for you guys and we'll get that all figured out for you oh the uh, anticipation's been killing me man that was awesome yeah (laughs) well for the non-winners that i just dumped out on the table i'm sorry pay attention you never know we're gonna do more giveaways in the future i uh, like giveaways i love giveaways they're fun you guys gotta get in on them and then you can win maybe we need a little more participation, though. <laughs> it's going to be tough for us to drop, <laughs> say, $30 on a piece of something, you know, a piece of equipment you or something You never know. Maybe we'll get something even better than that. Yeah, you're true. True, true. And then get eight people that, that are interested. So, but, hey, <laughs> Whatever. Thank, you to, way. thank you to the eight people that entered. We really greatly appreciate it. One being MJ sitting right here. Even though we let him draw, he did not draw his own name, folks. So, this is not rigged. This is not rigged. We got two winners. I'm bummed that I wasn't allowed to be in on the drawing. I'm not going to lie. I even, uh, MJ shut me, or uh, Austin shut me down. I said, you know, I'm going to have Dina enter, my wife, and and then that account, right? And he's like, no, you're not, because I was going to tell my wife to do the same thing, and I decided against it. I was like, damn you. I wanted one so bad. I wanted it so bad. Oh, well. Good good. Good stuff. It is good stuff. I'm excited for everybody that won. Well, and if you don't want the saw, I'm just saying, if you don't want it, I'm around. I'll take it. <laughs> there are multiple willing candidates. There there's are a, willing there's candidates. Six gimme, gimme, plus gimme, us gimme, two gimme. that will take it. Okay. <laughs> I'm pretty so, sure they're going to cool. take Good it. They're going to be down guys. for it. Yeah, absolutely. Good for you guys. All right, let's go from the giveaway. Right into a good story. I love a good story. I man. love a good story too. MJ, you put down a pretty good buck last year, my friend. Rut row. Right? Oh, I did. It's yeah. my biggest to date. Oh, it's yes, you did. It's a beautiful deer, she and not, I want to hear the story. Not a monster, but a well-rounded deer. I like that. Um, you know what? Don't spare any detail, man. I like them details. Yeah, go into it. I hate to tell you guys, but this is actually a pretty quick one. 
Uh, okay, whatever. We'll maybe we'll talk. Did you just hear me go on for 15 minutes about a doe that I didn't even shoot? Come I on, did. man. Get into the detail. Let's go. You did too. But here's the problem. <laughs> Yours was interesting. This is a little different. How is it not interesting? You killed a good buck. I That's did. always interesting. All you right. could have hit it with your car. I'd have been interested. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did. Touchy subject. A couple years ago. And sucker lived. Oh, no. I totaled a car on a big old buck one time, and he got away. It wasn't even my car. It was my mom's car. Did I mention that I killed one first day of archery? I was the first person to kill a deer probably on first day of archery because it was about one thirty in the morning, and I smacked one with my brother's truck. Being That's drunk doesn't count. I wasn't drunk. Oh. I, for- I actually, like an idiot, forgot my hunting license at home, and I was driving to meet my wife and my Your buddy. lovely wife drove yes. your hunting license up Drove to the camp halfway and we met halfway in knox and i got my hunting license knox and on is the way not back, halfway <laughs> well it's halfway it's oh, halfway the man. knox exit not knox itself okay right okay. off right oh, off of 80 okay. yeah okay so i'm not throwing you under the bus i'm just saying <laughs> hold on i'm sorry i stole this whole story and the whole i stole it all yeah don't steal it let mj talk about this, this makes bucky it kill, man. i i did i continue I, so on the way to get my license from the camp now, mind you, we were spotting deer, and I it hit me out of nowhere. I was just like, I had this sick, sick feeling. I was like, I forgot my license. Would it be weird if I scratch my back on an antler right now? No, go ahead. I got an inch bab. Go for it, kid. So I, uh, I drive all the way there, and as I'm on my way, I get pulled over by a cop. Always a good story. Yeah. So I get pulled over on the way in. Now, <laughs> <laughs> I had not been drinking, thankfully. Always a good thing. And he pulls me over, but of course we were just out spotting, and there were like beer cans all through the truck. Ah, oh, that's always a good thing. Oh, so dude, I was like, uh, I should be all right. Um, so I get pulled over because apparently I was swerving. Yeah, I was swerving, Mr. Ossifer, because there was 400 deer on Route 66 the entire way from Marionville oh. to Route 80 in Shippenville. I'm a patent these bad boys. Dude, they make them already. You just need to buy them. I'm just saying. Yeah. So, so I got pulled over. I didn't get any tickets or anything like that. Of course, not only was I swerving to avoid deer, I somebody had put the tailgate down to get something out of the truck and left it down. So I'm driving the whole way, swerving with the tailgate down and empty beer cans in the back seat. Yeah, no shit I got pulled over. All that good. Happened. Nothing happened. I was good to go. And then I get my license. I'm all pumped up on the way home. As a truck was coming from the other direction, he kind of blinded me. It was a big truck. He blinded me with his lights, and as I got right to about where I was going to pass him, a deer bolted across the street, went into his lights, and that's the first time I saw that deer was right when he was in his lights, a foot in front of his bumper, and its next step was my bumper. I slammed on the brakes as fast as I possibly could, but luckily what saved it was my brother's trucks lifted a little bit, but... Also, the deer was running at full tilt. When he saw my truck, he tried to turn left, and he was running real low to the ground. And as he tried to turn, I think his body squared up perfectly, and all I did was hit the head of it and just crushed it. I mean, very minimal damage for hitting a deer with the truck. I hit it dead center on the truck. Wow. Very minimal. De- deer was dead as hell. 
And I just left it there. Bucker does. It was a doe. What? It was Man, a doe. And it, had, it, was camp it had a couple doe with it, too. But I also did not want to drive past where I knew that state cop would be sitting again with a dead deer in the back of the truck. You had your license, but you throw allowed. a tag on that bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, that was my story of first day. We didn't get into that. I went to tell that story because it was a, a hectic start to the season. I like it. I like least. it. But, I hadn't heard that story. All I heard was you hit a deer. Yeah, that was a hell of a story. <laughs> So, MJ, that's how you tell a freaking story, kid. Oh, my gosh. So, let's go. Come on, now. Why couldn't you let me tell mine first before you put me to shame? Let me, let me tell MJ's story. I got this. I was there. Do it. We just met tonight, but I was there. Emotionally. In spirit. In spirit. Yeah, you're right. He was sitting there. crisp morning. And he done did shot it. Ooh. Solid story. All right, on to the next topic. No. Beautiful. <laughs> All right, let's How hear did he know that? I, he was there spiritually. Oh, there, dude. Are you like idiot savant or just savant? I'm just saying. All right. No, uh, so <laughs> early morning, uh, much <laughs> like opening day for me Ooh. is interesting. Uh, November 4th, I believe this one was. November 4th is your opening day? Uh, opening day for this year. Okay. Little four point game running in. He was already hot and heavy on some trail. Interesting. So I already had a buck running underneath me. Didn't care. So November fourth last year. Um, I'm sitting there bouncing around. I'm like, all right, shooting like seven oh five. I'm like, here we go. Standing up, looking around. I'm bouncing around. I'm a little chilly. So I'm look. I'm looking behind me. I'm looking in the pines. <laughs> I'm trying to make it I'm interesting. I like it. I like it. I like it. So I, I turn back around after I'm bouncing around, and all of a sudden I look over. There's this little uh, wood shack. We, we call it the the shed, the little cabin. Uh, it's an old watershed because we hunt on uh, a sod farm. Interesting. So it was kind of like a, what I guess used to be like a little pump station to run the water line up through. Uh, dilapidated now. All of a sudden, I turn around, and I see this buck walking up through past it. It's now 40 yards, walking straight at me. I'm like, whoo. I didn't hesitate. I didn't just reach over, grab my bow. Didn't even try to be quiet. I'm like, here we go. Clip on. This thing walks behind a tree. <gasps> here we go. And all of a sudden, it walks out, and here we are, 30 yards, walking toward me still. Uh-oh. I can't draw. It's walking right at me. So all of a sudden, it turns at mm, probably 18 yards. Puts his head behind a tree, draw back, and all I could think about as soon as he poked his head out past, I go, "Okay, settle, put a good shot, man, double lung through, never saw blood, never. Hmm. All of a sudden he goes five seconds, <laughs> crashes through the, the the leaves, and all of a sudden I hear, oh, what the." He just crashed. He's down. I'm waiting here five seconds, and he's done. I, I can hear him crash. Okay. So here I am. I, I went to grab my bow, and I went to lower it down. I've been sitting in the stand waiting 30 seconds. Not even an hour. Not a half hour. Nothing. Also, I look up, and I see a little four-point running up. And I, go, oh, I can't. Hmm. I don't want to spook anything just yet. And all of a sudden, Doe walks out behind me. She looks up at me. I go, yeah. I throw my arms up. I scare her away. She she takes off. I'm like, all right, no deer around. I'm going to get down now. Meanwhile, this is like five minutes. Lower everything down, walk up, 
and I'm looking for my arrow. Can't find my arrow. I'm like, uh, uh-oh. I'm looking for blood. I don't see any blood. Oh, no. I'm like, what the? Where, where did I hit him? I'm like, I, I settled down. I know I hit a good shot. Or the old, thump, nice hollow hit. It's like, all right, well, here, I'll settle down. Walk up about 50 yards, follow the trail that you know you ran, watched him run. You know you heard him crash. Okay, walk up. Still no blood. Still no blood. Shoot. All of a sudden up ahead I look. I see a sapling bouncing. I'm like, no way. Did I miss him? Like, did, it, did I hit a log or something? All of a sudden I take one more step and I see a little four point again. Take off. Up. I'm like, he, he was making a rub. Right next to where this deer fell. <laughs> oh, you gotta be kidding He's me! He's like, so I, yeah, man, it's my turf I, now. <laughs> I'm looking around, I'm like, okay, n- no other deer. So I walk up a little bit further, and all of a sudden, I just look over to my left, right next to a big log. Here he is, a nice nine. I'm like, so I, that's when I start shaking. I'm like, fist pumping. I'm like, wool hanger. I walk up, I'm like, close, not close enough. Shoot. Not a wall hanger just yet. So I've yet to get a wall hanger, but that's about the end of the story. Dude, I that's mean, beautiful, though. You know what? Having that feeling, shooting a good buck. I've never shot a buck that, that fast, ever. I, I don't no. think I've ever shot a deer that fast, ever. It was. It was so weird. Like, I'm sitting there, all of a sudden, I turn around here, just, just walking right at me. Not a care in the world, nothing on alert. You know, head down a little bit, sniffing the ground. And I'm... My only thought process is, I know right in front of me, it's real heavy, thick stuff. I know there's a buck bed in there. Whether it be a little four, whether it be a nice slammer, I just know buck are there. And I know behind me is heavy pines with a little bit of fallen timber. And I know there are deer bedded back there, too. So we're in this little transition between two sets of pines and thick with a lot of... Like, uh, I shouldn't say a lot. A couple oaks, and like kind of like that hard transition between hardwood and, mm-hmm. oh, and yeah. thick stuff. Yep. But yeah, just following them up there, and oh, kind of like a dummy. I'm like, I took all my stuff down. I walked up there, cleaned them out. I'm like, all right, I'll call someone. <laughs> <laughs> no one answers. I go, ah, well, here we go. So I grabbed one side. I grabbed my bow in the other hand. Throw my backpack back on. Here I am, trouncing through the woods, uphill, buck in one hand, just trying to drag him three feet at a time. And finally I get him out of the woods. I'm, I get a hold of my father, and I'm like, uh, can, can you bring the, the quad up? i I got a decent one. <laughs> yeah, sure, I'll be there. Okay. I wait about five minutes. I go, all right, I'm anxious. Grabbed him again, <laughs> dragged him across open field, dragged him down tractor path, and finally... I hear a quad coming down the road. I'm like, oh, I got about 100 yards of drag. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to wait here. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls up. Luckily, there's about like a three-foot embankment between the field and the tractor path. And he goes, what are you going to do now? <laughs> I'm going to take a rest. We're going to throw him on the quad and take him home. Yeah. <laughs> we, we get him back. He goes, all right, well, uh... What do you want to do with him? I want a wall hanger. He goes, yeah, but there's bigger ones up there. I go, 
Now that I heard that, I can't do that. <laughs> oh, you can always do that, man. <laughs> oh yeah, you can. I've seen people mount does before. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, he he's my biggest to date. That's awesome. He was pretty. Um, I, a, a true eight with a little sticker on one side off. I think it was his G2. Yeah. But it's still real nice for... It's uh, real good, buddy. That's awesome, man. Yeah, for where we hunt. That's, that's awesome. That's last year's. You are going <laughs> to lay down a slammer this year, man. Luck of the podcast. I think he can, too. I'm excited for him. I'll be honest. I am. I'm excited, but man. I'm so fired up. I've been seeing on November deer. 4th again. You know, oh, I wanted to ask. Was it, was it nice and cold that morning? Was it a morning hunt? So this is interesting. It was, obviously, first thing in the morning, just after 7, just after sunrise. It was weird. But uh, just enough daylight to see the guy coming. It was a little bit of hazy. It was it, uh, really overcast. A little bit of rain. I left it, that out of my story. It was enough to kind of silence the woods. I never heard him coming until right. I turned around and just saw a rack walking at me at like 40, maybe 45 yards. When I first glimpsed, I'm like, <gasps> and just walking straight at me and just bam, 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 head mm-hmm. bouncing, not a care in the world. I'm like, holy cow. And I'm dragging him out, a little bit of mist. But then later that afternoon, it all cleared up. So it's just... That's <laughs> good that's beautiful. Though, that that's little beautiful. bit of mist, yeah. yeah. That's the reason I asked, because you mentioned there's pines behind you. I was thinking, you know, they'd be even better yet when it's cold, because there's deer being there for the thermals and yeah. stuff. You know, yeah, the thermal heat a little bit. Yeah. You we know what, though? I like those mornings that you can get in nice and quiet. Oh. The only thing about that, you can tuck right in on places when it's like that, but mm-hmm. you can't hear them coming. you got to really be mm-hmm. like... Looking around and at that point, yeah, unless hey, you don't want to be running like, or like chasing. Everywhere. Because in Ohio, a couple of years ago, I had one come in and it was literally chasing the deer in the dark before I could shoot. And you could just hear it running behind me, the chasing, and you could hear it crashing all through the woods. Oh yeah. Oh, that's a, that's actually a really good story too. Like I've that. told enough stories today, so I'm, not, I'm gonna <laughs> pass it. You know what though? I'll follow up with a, a kind of a story of my own. So the Wednesday after opening day of this year. Right, that same little four comes back, but this time I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden through the pines behind me, it's a little bit loud in the woods today, right? Yeah, nice, uh, crisp morning. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I hear crunch, crunch, crunch. I'm like, oh, here we go. All right. <laughs> I turn around, and here we go. It's it's Mama Doe, and two little fawns. One of which was the f- one that we saw opening day, which was bedded 40 yards from me for four hours. But they come running through. All of a sudden, they stop directly behind me through all thick stuff. They can't see me. I can't barely see them. They stop. They turn around. I'm like, oh, something's coming. Hmm. This is really early. Okay. All of a sudden, they bound another 10 yards uphill. I see something else come, coming through the woods. I can't really see what it is. And all of a sudden, like a bolt. Mamado and one fawn take off, 15 yards sprinting downhill, down past the cabin, and all of a sudden I look behind me, here comes that little four, same little four from opening day, chasing them. I'm like, wow, what's this? He don't know what's going on. He don't have a clue. He's, <laughs> yeah. a clue. he's sniffing ass, he's chasing. But, so as he chases those two, he chases them down to the ravine, down across the creek, and uphill, and I could see him chasing them uphill, and I'm... I'm waiting there I'm, I'm knocked up i'm ready to go i'm just thinking maybe something else was chasing him right and all of a sudden behind me 
what? I don't, I don't flinch because I'm like, oh god, what the hell is this? And I was like, meh. <laughs> I, I turn, I look over my right shoulder. Here's the second fawn running behind them, trying to find where the heck they went. <laughs> she oh, ran. They left her. <laughs> they did. They took off. They said, screw you. Good luck. <laughs> Here she is, five yards from me, running right underneath my stand, bleating the whole way. I'm like, how is this even possible? Like, all right, so this is great. You know, within the first week here, I have all this deer activity, a buck chasing, you know, deer bleating everywhere. I'm like, maybe Rhett's coming in early. And, of course, after that. <laughs> it's just that four point, yeah. Nada. Just being an idiot. <laughs> Nada. So you guys don't shoot doe on that farm then? We don't early. Uh, if we okay. do, we try to take either one out of a large group or we try to take one solo. We try not to leave any of the young ones fend for themselves. Right. Um, this is about a 40-acre farm, okay. and of which is about 18, that's woods. And on the 18, it's yeah. It's a decent ratio, though, honestly. You want a good mixture. You do. It's, you don't want all woods or all field. Yeah, yeah. so like I said, sod, so it's depending on the year he might plant heavy clover to support the soil yeah right which is great for us absolutely um fescues no bueno heavy pines heavy thick briar cover a creek running down to a pond so there's a little bit of everything you know there's a valley in the woods so you have the leeward you have the south facing you have just about everything you need so it just, it's interesting. Sounds yeah. okay to me, man. Yeah, absolutely. Sounds like a solid property. I'd be, uh, you know, you need somebody hunted. Man, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got a good friend sitting right over here. Just saying. Yeah, I'm just kidding. No, but um, the reason I asked was because there's there's also, and you mentioned something about you take them late, and I've heard where some people will take a doe early in the year. Because then, and this is usually, I think this goes for bigger properties, because they take them early in the year, that way that deer will eat less of the foliage and stuff and leave more food for the rest of the deer on the property. That depends on deer density. Yeah. That's huge on deer density. That's also, I've, I've looked at a few studies that say it. So if you shoot a mama nice and early, she's got those fawns and she mm-hmm. has a button buck with her. That deer is more likely, when it's older, to stay in the home range that his mom took him to the entire time, rather than having a deer be like a wanderer. Which I can totally get because I've seen it multiple times where you shoot the mom doe. I've never seen it happen, but I've just well, read that. Well, not, not all the way through, but what I'm saying is you'll see those same two fawns do the same pattern over and over again that the mom took them on because that was their safety. That's what they knew. Usually also, and it's this is touch and go, but usually by that point, the fawns are more than capable of... So there's been so many studies that they are more than capable of oh, surviving yeah. on their own without their mother. I mean, they don't have think about it. In two weeks, they're getting kicked out anyways. Like I saw that, like I just said, that doe that I didn't shoot the, last night all by herself, that was a big mature doe. Hmm. I guarantee you she had fawns somewhere. She just probably already kicked them. 
maybe. I mean, you it's know? possible. It's coming up that time of year. Probably it's a couple almost, weeks yet. Yeah, it's almost. almost that time of year where they start acting funny. Like you said, you had a four-point first day of the year just chasing them and running them all yeah. around. You yeah. know? So with that mama and the two fawns, the doe fawns that were with her, mm-hmm. uh, opening day, um, the one fawn was bedded 40 yards, sitting underneath the tree. And after all the commotion settled and daylight finally hit, I, I tried to range her and put my phone up. And you can actually see spots yeah. still on her. They're faint. There's Maybe it was few. a late one. I've so, seen them like that where they... They're late. Might yeah. have been the, a late one. And you can... T- and I don't blame you. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have taken them I'm either like, oh, at that point. Yeah. First day, I so, would not have taken a deer with... No. So those three, I'm not... Maybe I would have. <laughs> no, those, you wouldn't have. Those three, I'm not touching because... well, what, No, I agree with... Uh, I 100% agree with your decision. 100%. I'm just kidding around, but definitely when they're at that rate and they're like early i you, some prime jerky they do taste great but it's good eating they're they could still be depending on the mother yeah I you mean, know it's it possible but you know even those late ones this time of year they're they're gonna get kicked one way or another oh yeah my dad shot one tonight uh, like i told you guys it probably weighed 30 pounds <laughs> smallest fawn i've ever seen <laughs> And, uh, oh, okay, maybe not the smallest, but close. And it was all by itself. <laughs> all by itself. No Whoa. mother, no other siblings around. That's one thing, too, though. It was by itself. Didn't have anybody else around, you know. It, it came in all alone. You know, it, it could have been. It is what it, it is. It could have been a runt of a litter. Maybe the mom kicked it early and yeah, would stopped taking care of it. Who yeah. knows? Yeah, who knows? You know, you know but, but it's, uh, I. At this point, again, I see all deer as deer. I don't say, oh, it's a it's a little fawn. I'm not going to shoot it. I don't say it's mom with two fawns. I'm not going to shoot it. I'm sorry, but all deer are deer at this point. I mean, yeah, and I agree with that, too. I mean, granted, I don't have a deer in the freezer yet for this year. I haven't got out as much as I wanted to. And the times I did go out that I was planning on shooting a doe, one thing leads to another. Yeah. It didn't happen yet, but... One thing I did want to talk about briefly, I went out last week, speaking of the October lull that hmm. it exists, it, it doesn't may exist, or may it, not it exist, may or may not where, exist. Depending on where you're at. Correct. Yeah, exactly. I haven't really had a whole lot of sits yet this year that I haven't seen anything. Pretty much every time I've gone out, I've seen deer. That's luckily. awesome. It's awesome. Which is awesome. I've had years where I haven't seen deer like I have. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, I tried to get in very tight to bedding, and I achieved that. And I was up, I was getting all my stuff together, I got my stand hung, pulled up everything, I'm putting my coat on, and I had a deer blow at me. (laughs) It was a weird blow. Blow almost like I haven't heard before, but I knew exactly what it was. And it went down over the hill, it bounded probably four or five times. Sound very, 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 very heavy. Very large deer. I could tell. Oh, I see where you're going with this one. You know where I'm going with this. And the night was good. I had a good sit. I never saw what that deer was, but I did see about mm, six does that night. Two of them almost made a fatal mistake, but didn't. And I got out, and I left, and everything like that. Now, push come to shove... This was an area, I don't really want to get into it, but I'm going to anyway. This was an area where I previously knew that the goon 
was betting. He's a tanker. I know he is. Complete tanker. He's a complete tanker. And I haven't had any visual on him this year. I haven't had anybody see him. I haven't had... Bigfoot was messing with your cameras. That's why you didn't see him. Bigfoot was messing with my cameras. That's why I didn't see him. It just... It's a theory I have, and it just... It is what it is. But... The other night, my cousin called me. And he lives on the property that I'm talking about. And he pulled in late that night. And guess who was feeding underneath the oak tree in the yard? The goon is alive and well. Beautiful. And well he is. He described him as a tree on his head. (laughs) (laughs) But he is very much nocturnal. It was like 12.39 a.m. Now, do you do any type of sense or any type of lures? I don't. I didn't say lures. I'm kind of iffy on that. I'm about the no scent kind of thing. But I, after having that sit and knowing where he was betting previously, I had a feeling that it could possibly be him. And I don't, I can't necessarily confirm that it's him. But at the same time, I have that like gut feeling that it was him, and now I'm really mad at myself because I kind of screwed up the situation unintentionally. Like I thought I got in clean, it didn't happen, hmm. but I got close. I think I'm feeling it. I mean, Jeez. almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades, so I'm kind of on the I'm kind of <laughs> on the fence about that. But and and quates, quates. You ever play quates? Mm-hmm. I, no, but yeah. Quates is an Eastern PA game. Okay, it's like, like it. horseshoes. It's like horseshoes. I love horseshoes. <laughs> the wrong yeah. side of the state game. Yeah, it's it's a weird ass game that those weirdos play on the eastern side of the state. And it's all the, good. And like the UK. But anyways, <laughs> the UK. That's uh, <laughs> why so I boosted there. So not. I mean, that's cool though because one, you know that he's alive. He's now. alive and well, and he's doing and he's very like, well. You said five and a half now this year. I think this year he's five and a half. Which is and unheard of what? in yeah. Pennsylvania. And we'll have to show you a picture, MJ. This thing's a beast. But we will Look, not be showing our listeners he, a picture. He haunts me. Does he have a every, collar? Every time I open up my phone, he haunts me. This is him last year. Oh, no. Okay, so I don't know what he looks like this year. But last year, he was seven on one side, six on the other. And he is a goon. What the... Yeah. He's just a wall of tines, dude. That is dude, I'm, I'm pretty sure he lost his ID tag around his neck. <laughs> He's a wall <laughs> of tines, he, he, man. He broke the leash. He's actually the property behind it. There's like a real high fence around He's it. Got, it's no big He's deal. got a triple brow and a double brow on this side and a wall of tines on this side. And He maybe escaped from the deer farm. From <laughs> He did not escape from a deer farm. <laughs> that is literally something that. you see on TV. He's oh, a hammer, that, dude. It's like, oh, that's my shooter for this year. Oh, okay. This Someone... is my shooter for like <laughs> yeah. three years now, three but years. you know. Someone needs to kill that deer so we can show everyone what it looks like. I'm trying, okay? <laughs> Someone, Jeez. and I'm looking Don't at you. Don't judge me. <laughs> but, oh, man, it's cold outside. No kidding. You let all the freaking warm air we had. And my, I was trying to talk to MJ when you were talking. I was trying to mouth it to him. I don't think his heater's doing anything, dude. <laughs> like, I reached down and I feel and it's kind of warm, but it's like lukewarm. It was good until I, <laughs> I really had to pee and I had to go outside Maybe and make a bunch of noise. Cold, I got a better uh, heater for next I week. Closer. I thought on. this one was going to be solid. Like, it's not God, working I very got good. farther away. I can't get this 
charitable. Be gentle, man. You're making all this noise. Charles, you can get rid of that background noise. You're the best it, editor in town. That was a flexible <coughs> arm, dude. You can, like... Yeah, but I wanted to get closer yeah, to here. Yeah, you can move that mic, man. Oh, I wanted to get closer <clears> to <throat> here. The best part mm-hmm. is I got all my hunting clothes on, so I'm good. Besides this Carhartt jacket. Let's go. Let's go. I'm wearing a Carhartt vest. How do you like that? I'm rocking the vest tonight. Feeling I like good it. about it. I got deer blood on this freaking hoodie, too. Hmm. That's from a good your, thing. From your brother. My you brother. took me to the Browns game, by the way. Did you go to the Browns I game? I did. I had a blasty blast. <laughs> I was going to ask you if you went. Dude, I wanted to do he is three rows up oh, from the end zone. It is absolutely phenomenal. I can't believe seats. you went. I'm proud I did. of you. I did. I went with him. It was a good time, good man. Good for you. We partied. It was they good. They got crushed. <laughs> yeah. Here, I'll show you a picture <laughs> of them, too, on the, the ride home. The Chargers destroyed them. You know what? You yeah. shut your dirty mouth. <laughs> it was know. fine. You know what, though? Here's my thing. We live in western Pennsylvania. My whole family is full of Steeler fans. My wife is a Patriots fan. Yeah. As soon as I put a Browns jersey on, I get tore up by Listen, people. Dude, I'm a Dolphins fan. Been a Dolphins fan my entire life. So, I mean... yeah, Bro, I, I was getting I high five from people. Oh, yeah. I never felt like I fit in more in my life. It was a beautiful thing. That is your brother trying. He yeah, didn't. My brother look at this. Look at this next one though. Quite often. I'm not gonna talk about it online, but he never dropped that. <laughs> that was like an hour he and a half. Does. He never dropped that. He was he, toast. He never does. Yeah, you know what's good. I usually take him off him. MJ gave me the thumbs up on the Dolphins fan. Thing, I did. Are Welcome you a to the club, fan? brother. Let's yeah. go. So you just became my new best friend. Look at us all friend. being underdogs. Look at this. Uh, uh, three oh, I like go. it. I like it. Me and my wife first met. She goes. Where are you from? I said, oh, I'm near Scranton. Where's that? Not up in the Northeast. Oh, God. Are you a Philly fan? <laughs> no, I hate Philly. You are a Philly fan. I knew it. I'm like, what? No. Uh-uh. I hate Philly. I'm a Dolphins fan. Let's go. <laughs> she goes, oh, that's kind of even worse. <laughs> <laughs> no. First off, Great. no, it is not Thanks. worse. Okay. There are no worse fans in this world than one Steeler fans. You're gonna I'm going to edit one. that. You do not say that on this podcast. We oh. will lose listeners like it's our job. Care. There are no worse fans in the world than Stiller fans. I'm editing Browns it. Browns fans. I am and not <laughs> friends with you anymore. Me and MJ are buddies and now. Philly fans. You want a good spot to hunt? I got a good one. I know about it. <laughs> I'm going to get me a wool hanger this year. <laughs> Listen, us Dolphins fans, I mean, I the, the Steelers passed on Dan Marino in the draft and drafted some dude that barely ever Listen, played. Listen, the Cleveland Browns had, 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 they're so dumb, they had Bill Belichick. Yeah, they did. And they let him fly. They've also had about... 52 quarterbacks. We could have, we could have, yeah, I know. That's what they go through. Head coaches and quarterbacks, like it's candy. But you know what? We could have had, like, however many rings they have. We could have a handful of rings right now. Still the Browns. You know what? Get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, this is a hunting podcast. This is a a football podcast. This is a hunting podcast. (laughs) If you don't like hunting, you get the hell out. (laughs) If you don't like hunting, you get the hell out. Okay. All right. We so, are coming up on time. We are coming up on time, <laughs> minus all the uh, editing you'll have to do for this one. Well, yeah, you know what? It's good. I love it. Yeah. It's a good I, thing. I, okay. So, I also want to know, I want to know the perspective, because MJ's a pretty avid listener to the podcast. Are I want to know what your perspective is on the podcast thus far. What do you think? 
And I, I just want to get a brain, get into the brain of someone that listens. What do you want to hear more of? You want to hear more guests? You want to hear products? What do you, what are you feeling? Because nobody sends us an email except for Joey. No one loves us. Of course, you're gonna get an email from Joey. Uh, he um, was hating on him. He mm-hmm. was. It was good though. I liked it. I laughed about it. I'm not gonna lie. I, so, I'm not a podcast listener. Okay. And all of a sudden, Charles, you go. Hey, we got one coming out, the Wild Tile Distraction. I go, Hoo-hoo! I got to listen to that. <laughs> and I always say, I'm not going to listen to something on my drive in, my drive home. I want to learn something. Like, Ooh, I like hunting. Okay, here we go. But all of a sudden, just to hear different stories, different perspectives, whether it be newbies, whether it be experienced guys, whether it be Dan Infault, mm-hmm. Eberhart, you name it. You get the professionals on here. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That definitely drew me in. You know, and especially with the Infall Neighborhood, I started looking up their podcast, Mm -hmm. their YouTube videos, and that drew me to, you know, the hunting public, trying to figure out. Shout out to the hunting public. Those guys are beasts. Love those dudes. (laughs) That was, I started following their. uh, um, The hunting tour? The hunting tour. Yeah, the deer tour. The deer tour, yes. Yeah. Their their public land hunts, so cool. I was telling Charles earlier, you know, Dan and Fall had this video of a doe coming up and all of a sudden munching on just a a white cat mushroom. How cool was that? He goes, that's so cool. I've never seen that before. I go, that's awesome. And all of a sudden, like three or four days later, I go out in an afternoon sit and here this little doe comes up. And I see her reach down to a white cap and I go, no, you're not going to do that. You're not. You, you, you just munched on. What? Like, I have never seen that in my life. Never. Here, all of a sudden, I see a video of Dan Infault videoing a, a doe doing the same thing. And I just witnessed it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how, how cool is that, is that? possible? It's the coolest thing ever. Yeah. So just, <laughs> just having, like, anybody from anywhere who has hunting experience really cool to have anybody from pa because it definitely correlates that's to our what, meat and taters that's yep. what we're correlating to that's what we're looking for i know charles you go out of state once twice a year maybe once a year once a year. once a year yep. so you do your little trip that's pretty cool mm-hmm. so anyway actually anywhere northeast whether it be ohio kentucky tennessee pa new york even up north mm-hmm What's the tactics? What are you looking for? What's the early season? What's the mid season? What's the late season? Looking at the uh, you know different apps. Are you following the lunar? Are you following uh, temp drops? Are you following barometric pressure? Following all of it? I'm all right. about that barometric pressure. Yeah, I mean keep my eye on it too. <laughs> I'm all about that barometric pressure. That's no, I like what you're saying, man, because I got a whole list of people that are from this area that mm-hmm. I want to get on, and we just got to get into, uh, you know, messaging them and seeing if they'll come. I'm on. throwing it out there right now, M&P Outdoors. Oh yeah, you guys are up next. From, I'm hitting you up me, this give me, give me. week. They're from Slippery Rock. They are. They're doing a lot of. Uh, they actually, uh, one of their guys, their cameraman, just put down a doe Decent. last week. I love so, it. I yep. love. It. I want to hear about it. Yep, we got to get them guys in like, maybe Sunday. So, yeah, that's yeah. actually really cool. When you watch those uh, TV shows, when you see a cameraman or a producer or a VP or this or that from mm-hmm. the office coming out and getting filmed and dropping the, a deer for them, 
I think that's really cool. It's I always agree. fun, man. It, that's not a face you see. That's not the experienced hunter. The behind the scenes that guys, you man. Assume, right? You know that that's they're behind the scenes. They're learning everything, but when you see them going out and practicing what the other guys preach, eh, I think that's pretty cool. Absolutely, I agree. I couldn't agree anymore. No, I really appreciate the insight, man. Because I, it's hard. You don't know. I mean, you get you talk to people that listen, but you don't know what what they're liking, what they're not liking. You know what they want more of. So yeah, no, I want absolutely. more podcasts. I want to hear more about you guys. I want <laughs> even BS sessions. I think it's really cool. I enjoy the BS sessions. It doesn't seem like the crowd enjoys the BS sessions quite as much. I think they like guests a little bit more, but I like the insight. And I enjoy. I think all with of them. Uh, with hunting season two, it's really tough to get. People have to understand mm. it's really tough to get guests on. It is it's hunting. People season. are busy. People are we're hunters. So that's what we. This is what comes first that's and foremost thing. is yeah. hunting. That's the thing. You know, podcasting comes second. We can do it at night. You know, that's how mm-hmm. we got you on. I just came from hunting, like you said. I'm in full camo. Just came out of a tree. And all came I right see here. is your face right now. <laughs> and if I had my face mask on, you'd never see me or smell me. Not at all. But I don't have it on. <laughs> your face mask, we'd smell you. That's right. <laughs> but I mean, that is cool, man. I, I agree, and we're gonna hopefully keep keep them coming, and we'll keep slugging uh, away with with hunting season. Hopefully, we can every week having like a new. We're gonna update. really try and keep consistent. I know yeah. we had a little hiccup there for a week or so. Well, Austin over here decided to take a vacation, get a new job, and I just decided to go hunting every day. So yeah, it's good. It is what it is. You know, <laughs> it's we'll life. get back on a consistent basis, yeah. and it'll be it will be ready to rock. Hopefully, here pretty soon, uh, some serious bucks start hitting the ground. Whether it's us or our yeah. friends or people that we know, we can get them on and and talk about it. I like hearing stories, man. That's what I'm all about. Yeah, my dad's the first person I know personally that's put some antlers on the ground just I can't two wait nights to ago. Hear that story. We were out there together hunting, and uh, you know, not very far apart. And I saw a ton of deer, and that was the only deer he saw. Was I, and he and then he was in the right spot. It. That deer went down in 30 yards. He that's drilled beauty. it, hard that's shot a beautiful it, thing. pulled the heart out. It just had a little skim off it. I like it. But double long, beautiful shot. I like you know. it. Yep. And we ate the tenderloins today Ooh, for lunch with yeah. the. I was telling MJ with the, uh, my dad picked a mushroom within 50 yards. He well, yeah, picked sheep a head. sheephead mushroom within 50 yards head, of where he shot the deer. So he harvested the mushroom and the deer within 50 yards of one another, and we ate them both today for lunch. That's what it's about, it man. Unbelievable. You fried up with some bacon. No, he oh, cooked dude, it with some uh, some Ooh. onion and, and those sheephead mushroom mm. with just a little bit of some mixing. It's a beautiful thing, man. Oh, man. I'm so down for that. Oh, boy. Although, we are out of time. Unfortunately, Unfortunately, the fun has to end every night. MJ, thank you. Thank you, thank you for taking the time to drive up here and come on the podcast. My pleasure, guys. This is... And thanks I'll for the beer, man. Anytime. Dude, you're allowed to come awesome. back whenever you want. I'm not going to lie. Even if we have a guest or something, you want to come up and just listen in and drink a couple beers? Oh, my God. You're always welcome, my man. The Absolutely. Rack Shack is open. We appreciate it, man. Hey, Absolutely. I just got to say, thank God it's not a she shed. <laughs> this is not a she shed. This is not a she shed. This, this is a Rack, rack Shack. shack. It's going to get better. It's going to yes. get better, but you know, it, I'm, I'm a work in progress. Soon I haven't been here that long. gets a little better bit more less less hectic for uh, both of us i think things will be good so gentlemen take note jump on it before your wives can no she sheds only rack shacks only rack shacks i like it kid yes i like solid advice for the listeners 
I like it. Well, so let's wrap this thing up. Why don't you go ahead and tell the people where they can find us, kid? If you like the podcast as much as MJ does, be sure to send us an email at the Whitetail Distraction Podcast at gmail.com. We want to hear from you, whether it's good or bad. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at the Whitetail Distraction Podcast. You can also send Charles a text message or phone call. His number is. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you can get a hold of us on any of those platforms, and uh, <laughs> that's so decent. Exactly. You can get a hold of us on any of those platforms, and uh, we'd be happy to talk to you. So, yeah. shoot straight. I'm rooting for all of you. The luck yeah, of the man. podcast is with you. It's that time of year. It's cold. It's beautiful. Get out there and put one on the ground. Do it. Because why is that, MJ? You can't kill deer sitting on the couch. That's right. That is correct. You know what else? The distraction is real. The distraction is real. The distraction is real. Gotta walk the dogs, school drop-off, meetings from 10 to 3, take kids to soccer practice, then there goes the extra time for a jog. That's okay. Maybe next week. When everyone else relies on you, it's easy to put your needs last. Therapy is a dedicated time to focus on what you need to be happy. So you can show up for yourself the way you do for others. BetterHelp offers convenient online therapy on your schedule. It's the same professional service you'd get from an in-person therapist, but with the option to communicate when and how you want. By chat, phone, or video call. Go to their site and fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com.